So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. So here's the big question, and I want to see, because I can see so many faces out in front of me. I want to know, ready? This is 2020 has been absolutely bananas. This is 2020 has been, eh, you know, good. I mean, it could have been better. And this is like, holy shit, TF, thank God I'm here. Just show me. I want to see it on the screens. Give it to me. Come on. Where are you at? How's 2020 going for you? Oh, all right. Okay. I see a couple that are like this. I see a whole lot that are like this. Uh, I think I saw Todd there going, it's a little shaky in between the two. So here's the deal. You ready? What do we know? For the vast majority of people, you start out this year committed like I was. Like, hey, 2020 is going to be my best year ever. Right? This is going to be the year where I pay off all my debts. I sell more real estate than I've ever sold before. I lean into video. I, I dominate social. I become a marketing machine. And the reality was, many of us, we had all of these extraordinary intentions. But guess what happened? Sometime around March 10th, March 17th, wherever you are in the world, everything went a little haywire. But here's the deal, my friends. Many of you know this because I just saw you doing this. Many of you... It wasn't bad. Instead, you pivoted, Yvonne, you adjusted. And for a lot of people today, this is what their business looks like. Better than it's ever been. I want you to say that out loud. Say out loud, better than it's ever been. I love it because I see some, uh, I'm looking over here at Caitlin, whose lips did not move, but you have a really pretty pink shirt on. So yes, I'm watching you. Pay attention. So here's the thing. For a lot of us, it was better. The question is, what's the difference? Like, why is it that so many people, and you guys know, because I'm very blessed, having done this for 31 years and being kind of a relationship-first human being, not kind of, like, that's just my jam. Christoph, I know, because I reached out to, I don't know, 27 of the biggest CEOs in the world in real estate and asked them basically a few questions, one of which was around, guys, April 1st. How's it going? You guys doing Okay. You know, you got enough cash, right? Are you keeping your agents engaged? Are you doing some Zoom sessions? But when I called them at the middle of May, it was a very different conversation. I said to them, it's time for all of us to do Operation Comeback. And they're like, what's that, TF? I'm like, Operation Comeback is, you have 1,000 agents in your company. You have 5,000 agents in your company. I bet half of them haven't opened their CRM, have not even looked at what's happening in the real estate market. They're glued to the television set, trying to get as much negative information and fear inside their head so they can rationalize the unpaid furlough that they took the last 12 to 16 weeks. You guys with me on this? Give me a yes if you know what I'm talking about. Right now, I'm not dogging those men and women. I'm passionate about helping them. We need them to come back. We need them to take that listing so you can write an offer or for them to write an offer on the listing you just took. We need them to come back. So on that call, I challenged them all to do some research. I said to them, how many of your agents have not checked in on anything, haven't been on a Zoom session, you know, company-wide, they haven't opened up their CRM if you have access to see it and get this, guys. The number was 46%. 
So if they had a thousand agents, 46% of them literally went weeks and weeks and weeks completely disengaged, and then they wonder why their business looked like this. But Doreen, who I'm looking at right now from New York, right? Hello, Doreen. Your business looks like this, and the question is why? Because we, she's like, oh, okay, it's a, I know New York is a little bit different. I'm with you, the city specifically. But here's the thing. We understand that business is economic Darwinism. And I really like, by the way, all of you that are watching, it is 100% great to go screenshot and like save it and save it or grab your phone and take a photo and post it out on social. Because this slide, to me, really, it stresses what makes our clients so unique and what makes our coaches so extraordinary. Because we all understand Darwinism. We all understand it's not the fastest, it's not the strongest, it's not the best looking, though many of you are hot, right? It's not that. It's the people that were willing to adapt, to pivot, and change. Those are the men and women that went out and have crushed regardless of market conditions. So I can tell you guys, and many of you know this because I see a lot of faces that I've known for many years. I said to you guys four years ago, think back just four years ago, I started saying to you all, hey, I've been in this business for a long time. And in 2005 and six. I began to see what was happening in the industry. And in 2006, I started warning clients, you don't have enough cash. Hey, winter is coming. Things are gonna change. You know, when, when someone who's an adult dancer owns seven rental properties in Las Vegas and they put no money down on all of them, this has gotten a little out of hand. And I remember showing you guys this slide, right? Even just in the last 12 to 18 months sort of playing off, you know, this wonderful show that winter is coming. Now, I had no idea what was going to happen this year. But I, I assumed, right, that things would continue to change because you can all remember last May in the U.S. when interest rates spiked up to almost 5%, it shut down hundreds of thousands of agents because they literally said, my clients will never buy a house again. For them, winter had arrived. But now, when you look at the adjustments and the things that have happened in the world, what I've been saying to my clients for the last four years, little wordy on your screens, but read this to yourself. The only people that should be worried about winter are the people that don't have a strategy for their business, right? They don't have a plan for their business. They don't have, they're inconsistent with their marketing. By the way, I love the I am powerful t-shirt there, Mary Maloney, right? The people that are inconsistent, the people that aren't analyzing their numbers, the people that don't that aren't strong in conversion, the people that don't have accountability or systems in place, those men and women should be nervous. But I would, I would even argue this, you ready my friends? Look up here. When you look at that list, and again, I see all these faces. When you look at that list of all those things that I said, those men and women should be worried. Many of you, you have put in place so much of that, and I want you to give yourself credit. I want you to say, hey, you know what? Over the last four years, right? I didn't listen to everything Tom Ferry said. You know, I didn't try at all, but I leaned on the things that were meaningful to me, and because of that, my business is better. Now, though, my friends, look up here. Now the world has changed. Not changing, it's changed. And what I'm seeing is the biggest contrast between agents that are really struggling and agents that are absolutely killing it. The delta has never been bigger. So for many of you, because you leaned in over the last four years and you were like, okay, I got it. I should live in my CRM every day. Okay, I should send out more emails. Okay, Tom, I'll get on Instagram and I'll do some stories, right? Because you started tracking your numbers, 
because you started doing these things, your business is infinitely better. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work in the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. Now I know, look up here, my friends. I know if you stopped and said, yeah, but Tom, if I compare myself to this one or to that one, or my goodness, Justin Baker, right? My dear friend and you know, personal client who did like 3,300 transactions last year, he and his partner as a team, 3,300 transactions. Yes, I see some clapping there, right? But he will tell you, he looks at this list and says, oh God, coach, we gotta focus more on conversion. You know what? We gotta get our accountability back in place with our 200 people on our sales team. We need to be more consistent with our plan. All of us are a work in progress. Does that make sense, my friends? Right, one of my great mentors, someone that touched my life from the time I was 19 to the day he passed away two years ago, a guy named Bill Mitchell. Bill would say to me all the time, Tom, you're okay where you are. You're just too good to stay there. So my friends, as we start this journey together, the thing I wanna to stress to you is you're okay where you are, right? And Doreen, you're just too good to stay there. So we're gonna find the new hacks, the new marketing, the new strategies, the new things we can implement into our business to make it even better. And you and I both know the New York City market, I'm betting on it. It's coming back and it's gonna come back stronger than ever, I promise. Now. Also, raise your hands again if you've never been to a Tom Ferry event before. Raise your hands. I'm seeing a whole lot of you out there. And if you're not, like, if I don't see you on the screens, right? So I see a bunch of you that you're new to us. So I want you to write each of these points down. And for all my clients, I want you to just kind of go through it with me again as like a check, I got it, or I got to talk to my coach about that one. Because for the last four years, what I've been pushing and holding the coaches accountable to is what I say, embodying the agent of the future. Right, and the very first thing was telling all my clients, stop spending your money on dumb stuff. More specifically, and I'm coming right out to the camera, you do not have enough cash in the bank right now. You do not have enough cash. I don't care how much you have, you do not have enough. All you have to do is look back and say, 2007, eight, nine, what happened? All you have to do is look at what happened just between March 17th to call it May 15th before most of the world began to normalize enough for us to sell and close deals. Most of you, you had this much cash and it hurt. And I'm stressing to all my clients, I want you to have seven figures cash in the bank. Seven figures or more. If you say, well, I already got seven. Good, go higher. Seven figures or more, write it. Every one of you write it down in your notes and make a commitment right now that you're gonna set the intention to have seven figures cash. Now, I know for some of you, that's way outside of your comfort zone. Tom, I, you know, I always have like 80,000 or 10,000 or 100,000 or 300,000 or 400,000 and it seems like every time I get to that point, I do something with the money and then I start the whole thing over again. Look up here, you don't have enough cash. And with everything we're gonna cover between now and Thursday at 3.34 o'clock, you're gonna know exactly what you have to do 
to make it rain at the level where even with your taxes and your expenses, you can have that much cash. And I'm not gonna call this one woman out, but I'm looking at one right now on the screens who I know has already done this. And I love her and I can say this in front of her and she gets it. If she can do it, all of us can. So that was the first thing I've been stressing. The second one is we've gotta stay in the growth mindset. And I'm not gonna spend a lot of time here because the guy that's coming up after me, Mr. Joseph McClendon III, is gonna really help us get our mindset right and really get fixated on being that growth-oriented entrepreneur. So we know, when you look at this, the thing that matters the most, my friends, is innovation around consumer behavior. My buddy Chris Kwan, who's not too far from me right now over in Irvine, California, he knows at the end of the day, if you find out what the customer wants and you deliver that in a beautiful way, you're relevant. But if you keep resisting the way I see the global industry of real estate resisting, we want to do it our way, my friends, you're ripe for disruption. It's all about what does the customer want? And Christoph, how can I deliver it in a beautiful, meaningful way over and over and over again so whether the client's coming here from, you know, Vancouver or coming from China or coming from Russia, when they show up, they get that beautiful Christoph Chu experience in Beverly Hills. The third thing is marketing. Now, I cannot stress you enough, my friends. The vast majority of people that get into real estate, there was once a, a study done by my friend over at, uh, now space guy's name, T3, Stefan Swampole. Sorry, Stefan. Uh, Stefan did this study, and here's basically what they did. They took five years of brand new agents entering the industry, and they surveyed them all kinds of questions. The one that stood out for me was Maureen. They asked, how much marketing experience did you have? Did you get a degree in it? Did you do anything marketing related before you got into real estate? And it was astounding, my friends. 89% of the people that get into our industry have zero marketing experience whatsoever. And that was the quote that was published all over the world, Realtor Magazine and everything else. And I always added this one, comma, and tragically most maintained it. Tragically most maintained it. And yet, what do we know? Peter Drucker said 100 years ago, all business is innovation and marketing. All business is innovation and marketing. The second you stop putting your foot on the gas to build your brand and to bring in customers, your business is already over. Over the next two and a half days, you're gonna get so many marketing ideas. You're gonna, you're gonna be piled on with money-making listing attraction strategies. Then it's just gonna come down to you and your coach working on the accountability to prioritize and get it done. Let's look at the next one, the use of video. So really, if you're paying attention, I started that in 2007. But in 2007, what I got on YouTube, and it was nothing but like Charlie bit my finger and you know, cat videos and the guy dancing a million moves, right? But think about it today. Could you imagine walking on a listing appointment and saying to a seller, I'm not into video? No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to print a brochure and leave it in front of the house and that's how I'm going to get the word out? That seller would smack you in the head and politely ask you to leave. The entire world, my friends, and we're going to go through this a bunch, is right here on this device. So stop for a second and write down this question. If Tom Ferry went to my YouTube channel today, how many videos would he see? If I went to your YouTube channel today, how many would I see? How many? Would I see 10? Would I see one? Would I see hundreds? Think about it. And this is not a rhetorical question, my friends. I'm dead serious. Now, here's the second part. If I followed you on Instagram, 
specifically your Instagram stories, which is the hottest thing right now for attention and eyeballs. More on that on Thursday with Gary Vaynerchuk. If I followed you on Instagram, how many stories would I see every day? Would I understand your life? Would I understand what you're up to from walking your dog in the morning, taking your kids to school, to going on an appointment, to taking care of a client, to walking through you know, with an inspector to make sure everything is right? Would I see that experience of your life every day? Would I know the whole you? Or would I just see maybe an occasional ad? Or worse, would I see nothing at all? Do me a favor right now. Text a buddy, or actually better yet, you ready? Take a photo right now and post it on your story and tag me in it. This is going to make my evening, by the way, really fun. Take a photo right now and tag me in it. I want to see it because then I can just go right to my tags and make sure you put in there the hashtag TFSummit20, hashtag TFSummit20, hashtag Tom Ferry or at Tom Ferry, and I'm now literally going to get around the world over the next 24 hours, 25,000 little hashtags, which is great but I want to see it. And I'm not just going to go there and go, oh, great, thanks, Ace, appreciate the fact you did one. Oh, Alex, nice work. I'm going to go back and look, well, how many others did he do, right? And then maybe I'll just follow you to see how strong is your game. We pushed hundreds of thousands of people to go video first, and I'm expecting the same from all of you. Let's go back to the list, and I'm going to give them to you real quick. I said additionally, not just the first four. The things that matter, Marianne, what's up, Marianne, by the way, from, is that Marianne from Long Island, I believe, right? Also, you got to go from making pitches to trusted advisor consultations. And what we're saying to our clients, there's a big difference between going in and pitching a seller or meeting a buyer and showing him property and trying to close on them versus making that trusted advisor consultation to truly go deep into what matters most to them. Now, we're going to cover that in depth over the next two days, right? You're going to get that during breakout sessions and more. The thing I want to stress to you, my friends, is nobody wants to be sold. Write that in your notes. Nobody wants to be closed. But here's the hook. Everybody wants to buy. Nobody wants to be closed, but everybody wants to buy. And we know the old sort of sales cliche that people enjoy doing business with people that they feel are just like them. So what do we have to do? Melody, we got to reach across the table or through a Zoom session and find out what's truly important to them. All the scripts and more to follow. The next three are pretty obvious. Deal doctoring and negotiation skills are at an all-time high. We're bringing in, once again, one of our experts on negotiation during one of the breakout sessions. We need to lean into this, my friends, because just like with marketing, the vast majority of people came into this business with no sales and negotiation skills. And the ones that did, right, they came out of IBM or some other business, corporate America, and they learned how to negotiate, but had to relearn the art and science of negotiation in real estate. And can I say anything more about deal doctoring? Okay, raise your hands if you've had, raise your hands if you have one escrow or one seller who's completely bananas and you feel like the whole thing's falling apart every day. Matter of fact, you could just show me on fingers because it would be like the same number that you have. The reality is, my friends, even today, we see 25% of the deals falling apart, higher than it's been in a long time. Buyers walking away from you know, like decent earnest money or down payments because they don't want to close. Agents failing to understand how do they help the client bridge the gap. So it's paramount that we up our skills there. And the last two, pretty easy. Tech, 
controlling everything, running your business completely tech-enabled, and then outsourcing everything that can. So all you do is do what you do best. So stop for a second and just ask yourself, looking at those eight, where do you most need to make the improvements? Where do you most need to adjust? Where do you most need to lean in and get better? And the good news is, as you're doing that, I want to remind you, that's why we're here. The reason we're here is to lean in on those areas. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.